Hi, welcome to Conversations with Esther. I'm Sasha, the Esther's Secretary for 2020. And I'm Lauren, uh, the Events Director for 2020. I guess the whole point of this podcast series is to go through the study of economics, um, why you might want to study economics, what it's like to be an eco student, what subjects you might take, what skills you might learn. And over the next couple of episodes, we're planning on going through the process of applying for internships, um, what kind of opportunities there are out there. And we're planning to end things with a chat to some graduates or people working in the economics industry to find out what it's really like. So yeah, the, the progression from start to end and Lauren and I will be taking you guys through the first step, which is what exactly economics is and um, why you might choose to study it because we're both echo majors, right? Totally. Um, so let's start off with what is economics? Um, I think economics is really the study of markets and how they work and it impacts so many facets of everyday life and really can explain a lot. Yeah, um, I think it's it's all about uh, kind of, um, you know, the way that I have to, the way that I try to ex- describe it to my friends is it's all about allocating resources. So every everything in society obviously has a limit and you can't really allocate anything completely to everything as much as you like, like whether it be money or time, for example, you know, ideally I'd allocate all of my time to, you know, listening to podcasts or watching Netflix, but obviously I have to be really savvy with how I allocate my time. And so I might need to, um, you know, put some effort into study and things like that. So it's all about trying to allocate limited resources, um, in the best way or the most optimal way. And a lot of the times that may not necessarily mean the same thing for everyone. And I guess that's probably the most obvious example of that would be the coronavirus situation right now where everyone's trying to decide well do we go into quarantine forever or do we open things up for some people um you know health is more important than the economy for others people want a more of a balance um that's probably like a really good example of that that i'm sure yeah economics is all about choices i think and deciding what is optimal for a business or for society and it can really look at things from a huge macro worldwide perspective or from a really niche one market, one product perspective, which gives you great variety in what you're studying and makes it really interesting and always different. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, it's a really good point that you say about the macro versus micro perspective, because I, when I first thought about economics before I started studying it, I thought it was all about the share market and exchange rates. But um, what I really enjoyed, especially about studying more microeconomic subjects, was it was all about an, the individual. So there's a couple of subjects that I've done where it's all about how does one person make a decision about something, whether it be my example of time before. Um, and then other cases like, you know, why people, why one individual person might choose to migrate or one, why one person might choose to study at university and why others might choose to not continue into university and stay in high school. So I thought it was really cool that you could actually see economics in play just on a one person micro scale. So I thought that was really cool and not something that I expected. So I think that really leads into why I chose to study economics is because I feel like it can explain so much of everyday life that surrounds us and it really can develop theories that can be applicable to so many everyday decisions that we make. Just going to the supermarket, you know, which loaf of bread to buy, (laughs) um, so many things. Um, 
that can really explain. And for me personally, studying economics, I had a really great high school teacher that made me want to study it. But then when I got to university, there were so many great subjects and so many different majors you could choose from. And for me, my first year micro tutor was really, really passionate about how important economics was. And that really persuaded me that, yeah, this could be something that I'm really interested in studying. And just to clarify, Lauren, what what are you actually studying? Like, what's your degree? Right, of course. Um, I'm studying a uh, double, so I'm doing a Bachelor of Commerce and a Bachelor of Arts. So in commerce, obviously, I'm an economics student. And in arts, I'm studying um, international relations with a minor in Spanish. So I think my economic studies have really complemented my arts and has really given me a bit of a step up in terms of when I bring the economic sort of lens to um, discussions of international relations. And there's been a lot of times where my subjects have really complemented each other. And I really think that it's enhanced my learning in both my arts degree and my commerce degree. Great. And were you... I mean, you mentioned that you'd been doing, um, you know, economics in high school. So were you kind of already leaning towards economics when you decided to study commerce or were you keeping your options open or how did you go about it? I think I chose commerce because I knew worst come to worst, I could just do economics because I didn't really understand what anything else was. But um, once at Monash and you complete your sort of compulsory core units, you get a taste of all the different majors. And for me, once I did that, really cemented in my mind that, yeah, economics is where I wanted to go. Great. I had actually a really different perspective uh, to yours because, I mean, I'm assuming, did you do economics with VC or like when you studied in school or? Um, Yeah, I did IB, but I did economics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I actually didn't do any economics subjects at all any commerce subjects until coming into uni and I actually I wasn't actually planning on doing commerce until maybe a couple of months before um, preferences closed so I'm doing a double degree in law and commerce and for the longest time I was thinking of doing arts law and I think what sort of just changed for me um, in the last couple of uh, months was I went to a couple of open days and I found out what commerce really was about and um, it, it sounded really interesting just learning about how um, different businesses and markets operate from a variety of perspectives, you know, getting some really good solid skills in, in accounting and economics and marketing and um, statistics. So I thought that it was it'd have a really good kind of base set of skills that I could apply anywhere. Um, economics always sounded really interesting, but I had absolutely no idea what it really meant. And so um, I just sort of did it as part of my core units and it ended up being the one that I enjoyed the most. Um, I think it really helped that I had a really great teacher. And it was also my first uh, first ever university subject. So it has a very special place in my heart. But we had a great lecturer called uh, Stephen King. And he I remember one lecture, he went through the economics and game theory of Tinder swiping. And, you know, what happens if both of you swipe right or one of you swipes right, swipes left. Um, and it was just really cool to see economics kind of you know, even in something like that, like Tinder swiping. Um, but yeah, I think that that was the major that, that was a subject that stood out to me quite a bit. And I was already leaning towards um, majoring in economics just from that. But then even just going through the other subjects, I thought that economics was the one that was probably the most interesting and the one that I enjoyed the most. And um, I was also tossing it between finance because I know that for law commerce majors in particular, finance is quite common and quite popular. But um, what I realized from talking to some of my friends who were doing finance is it sounded like finance had a lot more numbers. And it's not necessarily that I'm 
afraid of, of maths or numbers. I think we'll probably be getting into that in a little bit about how much maths there is in economics or how little, depending on your preference. But I think that economics felt a little bit more human to me and that we have a chance to kind of go into policy a little bit more um, but still have the numbers and the quantitative analysis if we wanted to, whereas finance seemed a little bit more limited. And I say this just from a personal perspective because I haven't actually ever done a single finance subject, but I don't know, what's your take on that? No, I totally agree. I also wasn't a massive fan of numbers. And I think that one of the my pro- struggles when I got to doing my echo major was that I had not brushed up on my or touched any of my math skills really since high school um so you do need a little bit of maths but it really is basic um and i think that economics within your major you have so much flexibility regarding what you choose to study about economics that you really can tailor it to what interests you and what you think will be most relevant to your future career yeah i think so too so would you say that with your um arts majors Um, Have you been trying to find more policy-based subjects or have you been doing a bit of a mix? Um, No, definitely um, choosing more policy-based subjects um, and definitely finding subjects that complement each other from both the economics and the um, art side of things. I think that while some maths is always necessary in economics, policy is what I personally would want to study and I find that the chance to use economics in a way that could impact such a large group of people really interests me. So studying subjects like what I'm studying now really allows me to see how that works in the real world. Should we discuss some skills that we think you need when you're choosing to study economics and what we would do to be a great economics student? Yeah, um, I think, yeah, it's a good question. I'm just trying to figure out what my answer for that would be because... um, like, like I said before, that I had absolutely no commerce background going into it and I managed to pick it up okay, but I'm just wondering what skills I would have probably found the most useful. Um, I think that uh, what you don't, you, you may not realise at the start, and I certainly didn't, is that there's a lot of graphs in economics and they're quite basic or straightforward, but most of the time everything will come down to supply and demand. Um, which is, you know, obviously there's a lot more layers to it, but, you know, if you can kind of think of it from the basic perspective of what's the supply versus what's the demand for something, um, it ends up making a lot more sense, I think, being comfortable with drawing graphs. And they teach you all of this in first-year microeconomics, and you'll also expand on that a little bit more in first-year macroeconomics, but just um, becoming familiar with graphs. And I think that that's sort of the ongoing trend for any economic subject they'll always bring in a graph into it so just becoming familiar with graphs and how they operate and being able to think of things um like how how certain things will affect a graph I think is a pretty important skill yeah being able to visualize graphs and how they move um in your mind really is really useful for me and I think the best thing about having graphs is that you can understand it in so many different ways so it really can be applied to any sort of student whether you're like a visual learner or you might want to look at the derivations of how the um, the graphs work so I think one of my top advice apart from brushing up on some calculus and um, really basic derivations um, before you go into um, studying that intermediate level is definitely remember to master your basics 
They're really super simple, but just once you remember how to label your graphs and which way demand and supply is, it's really going to help you in the long run if you can keep that in mind and always just bring it back to the simplest version of the market before building it up again to the more complex theories. Yeah, I think that's super important, label the graphs, because I used to always forget to label my graphs and I'd just be busy drawing my little arrows and things and I'd forget to say what I'm actually talking about and my tutors would always do a little question mark being like, what is this? <laughs> so that's a very important skill just to be able to remember. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that what I tended to struggle with was that I felt like I didn't have the natural instinct for economics I felt like a lot of people could kind of just get it and be like oh obviously when you you know increase interest rates this is what's going to happen to inflation or whatever and I had to just really think about it and almost try to memorize it which I think isn't necessarily the best way of going about economics it's more about actually intuitively understanding it and I think that if you go back to the basics of everything that you're learning in first year that you know, the basics are all there. So if you just keep on going back to them and what they tell you, it makes it a little bit easier to understand and you don't really have to memorize stuff. Um, but I think that the most important thing that's really helped me with economics and, and studying it is just being really interested in the in the topic. And I think that, I mean, I don't know what your perspective is of Esther Lauren, but my perspective is firstly, not all of us actually major in economics or have studied it or even do commerce to begin with. But the ones that do are actually really passionate about economics. So we often sit around talking to each other about echo subjects and we actually get really interested in what we're talking about. And when I was going about picking my subjects for my major, because there is a little bit of flexibility later on, um, I was just picking subjects that sounded interesting to me. And I think being engaged and interested in it is probably the most important thing because obviously it makes the learning more fun. Yeah, totally. And I personally used the SR subject guide when I was looking at my subjects and trying to work out what it actually means um, to be studying that subject. And I think that discussing with people that have experienced it before is really, really useful. And I think that's where going to events such as ones that SR hosts or faculty events, then you can really discuss and learn from your peers that might have some advice that can be really useful for you. And I think that yeah, just keeping an open mind as well. Like, for example, my subjects that I'm studying this semester, I picked one of them because I really didn't know what else would fit and I wasn't sure about it. But I was like, it's okay. I know it's going to be a little bit less policy focused than I wanted to. And it's actually become my favorite subject this sem. So I think having an open mind going into it and knowing that if you do get stuck, there are so many resources you can reach out to. Not only is the internet full of things on everything to do with economics. Your tutors and lecturers know a lot and they are teaching it to you for a reason. So they are passionate usually about their subjects. I've never found one that isn't absolutely thrilled with what they're teaching you, even it can if it can seem really bland to you. They love it and that makes them really great teachers um, explaining the concept to you. And usually they have experience in explaining in different ways because people's brains work in different ways and what works for one person might not work for another. So I think trying to expose yourself to as many different applications of the one theory or concept is really useful. Um, for example, when I had to learn about in macro, um, like, you know, like interest rate stuff, I found just watching the news was really useful because I was like, oh, hang on, like, this is on every night and it tells me like what's happening. Um, so yeah, I think just 
exposing yourself to the world and realizing economics is all around you is <laughs> yeah, really it useful. Really is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Also, I loved the um the ESSA plug. Uh, I'll just like reiterate that that we do have the ESSA subject overview guide, which is basically just um, past economics students have given their reviews of different subjects. So if you guys are wondering what subjects are out there in the ECHO major, definitely feel free to give that a bit of a browse on our ESSA website. Um, but yeah, even just talking to your peers from upper year levels about what majors they've picked and um, why they've picked those majors. Um, obviously, we're super keen about economics, but you know, may not be necessarily the best choice for you, but um, hopefully we can convince you otherwise. <laughs> um, and even if you decide not to major in economics, I really think this podcast will be useful for any commerce student going forward because we are going to talk about um, in future episodes um, different things that you can do during your degree to make you a more attractive future employee and what it's like getting into the graduate market. So I really think it's going to be a great podcast for all commerce students everywhere. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'm really excited about the episodes to come. Um, well, I suppose it's probably now is a probably good time to sort of segue into um, all that. Speaking of, this is just a completely side note, but I found out that apparently it's not segue. It's meant to be just seg and segue is just the, uh, oh, the what? tool. I know. Someone told wow. me that. I Learn hope something that's new every right. day. Otherwise I've just like posted this to the public and I've got it completely wrong, but I don't know, maybe someone was just trolling me, but apparently it's just let's seg into the next part of our conversation, which sounds wrong. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> a good time to talk about what topics we've actually learnt about in our economics major for those that are, aren't sure if the echo major is something that is for them. Um, I suppose it's probably better to do it in more of a sequential order of, you know, the introductory, then the intermediate, and then the electives that come out from that. Yeah. Um, so we start off with everyone, every commerce student has to do introductory microeconomics, um, which is a really great introduction to the subject because it really does flow on to all other subjects and it is reasonably logical and straightforward. And once you get the hang of it, you can really see how the concepts can be applied to a lot of life. And it's really great to be with students from all different backgrounds who have totally different experiences in economics and just in life. And it's really good to get their opinions on the exact same thing that you're studying. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a really cool way to meet new people. And I thought the the topics within micro were pretty interesting and they were kind of good conversation starters generally. Um, into Introductory macro as well, I thought was pretty interesting because you kind of look at it from a broader perspective of um, not just a person's supply and demand, but a country's supply and demand and why they might make certain certain decisions. And I thought what was really cool, I don't know if it's still run that way, but we actually um, did a lot of policy-based tests. We, like, it was like every three or four weeks that we'd, we'd have topics. I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but it was that we had topics um, given to us in advance and then one of them would come up on the test. And so we would essentially have pre-written our answer in our mind, but had a chance to properly think about it. Am I remembering this correctly? I didn't do that, but it sounds really cool. Um, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, intro macro was also quite a straightforward subject, but it was really cool to, yeah, use basic supply and demand in a more, um, countrywide sort of way and understand how different countries work as economies and how they might interact with each other, um, and how whole industries interact. So then we went into, um, 
intermediate, micro and macro, which was a step up. It's where you're, you generally only study those subjects if you're planning on majoring in economics. Um, it means you're with like-minded peers and I really enjoyed them, but I've got to say, for me, it was a shock going into intermediate micro because I hadn't touched maths in a year and a half. <laughs> I had purposely avoided all maths. Um, and it's really straightforward stuff, but I was lazy. And please learn from my mistakes and remember how to do algebra. <laughs> because yeah. I just completely blocked it from my mind. And that was a mistake. Um, it's not hard. I'm not trying to freak anyone out. It's super straightforward. Um, but just remember really, really simple stuff and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's a pretty fair point. Cause I think that, um, and just to, just from my perspective, I wanted to share that I didn't initially, I didn't really get economics. Like when I did, when I did it in first year, both, um, introductory subjects, I didn't do badly, but I didn't really like get it, um, as, as well. And then I found that, um, I, what was kind of carrying me forward was just my genuine interest in the subjects. Um, and then when I stepped into intermediate again, it was just the fact that, um, I was interested in what I was learning that really helped. And so, um, if in first year, you're kind of struggling with the, the first year, um, economic subjects, don't let that deter you from continuing on with the subjects, because I found that my, my grades and my understanding improved a lot more as I went through the degree. Um, intermediate was, I agree, a step up. It did have more maths in it, but that was my, I don't want it to sound like we're deterring people from the maths aspect. Cause I thought that the maths was really interesting, um, in terms of how you could actually start to solve problems with it. And I thought it was really cool. And there is, as all economics staff will tell you, there is maths and economics, so you can't exactly hide away from it, but within the bachelor major, at least after doing the intermediate subjects, I've found subjects that don't have as much maths in them or like it's more policy based with a little bit of maths involved to support your policy statements. And so, and all of the maths that I've managed to do so far has been quite accessible. And what I mean by that is, um, especially this is including intermediate is like Lauren was saying that it was maths that I'd done in high school. So for just, um, some background from me, I did VCE maths methods and what we would do is, yeah, calculus. So um, finding the derivative of an equation and using optimization techniques. So making the derivative equal to zero. So that was basically what we were doing. And um, just, yeah, remembering that in your mind, I thought that my tutors for intermediate micro, which is the first intermediate sub subject that I did were fantastic. And they kind of went through the steps with us over and over again, just to make sure that we remembered it from what we were doing. But like what Lauren was saying, that it wasn't ever anything that I hadn't done in high school. Um, that's not to say that if you wanted to study economics later on, especially with honours, or if you picked a couple of trickier um, subjects that are supposed to prepare you for honours, you might have to face a little bit more maths than you're used to, and you might have to learn some new maths techniques. But for the most part, I've at least managed to stick to the high school maths that I learned. Yeah, we are all commerce students and it is a prerequisite to get into commerce to do maths methods or an equivalent subject. And the maths, if you want, you can just stick at that level of maths. But some people really love maths and it's exciting to them to take these theoretical concepts and really see how the numbers work in the real world. And if you want to, you can choose to go into the more mathsy econometric stream, which really does take that data 
and that um, heavy in maths analysis um, and apply it to economics concepts, which I think would be really fascinating. Um, not quite my cup of tea, but I understand how it could be super cool um, and is definitely a really valuable um, less, um, skill to have and a really interesting career path. Actually, fun fact, I was actually planning on minoring in econometrics for a while um, because I was actually really interested in that stats side of things because um, in first year when I did economics, I actually really enjoyed biz stats alongside that. And so I was like, oh, let's, um, and that was actually one of the other things that swayed me into the economics major was I found out that I could theoretically squeeze in a minor if I just stuck with picking a major and a minor from the core subjects that we'd studied, if that made sense. I think that if you do an extra subject, like for example, finance, which isn't one of the core commerce subjects, um, it takes up one of your elective spaces. But if you don't do it, then you could just continue on um, doing your major and then you have three electives left over. And if you do those three electives as part of a minor for one of the subjects you've already done in first year, like accounting or marketing, you could theoretically get a minor there. And also, I know that a lot of people are doing um, economics with a minor in sustainability, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I was thinking of doing, um, that was like one of the reasons I decided to do economics, just to keep my options open if I wanted to get the extra qualification. I don't know if it actually goes on your certificate or anything, but I thought that was a pretty cool selling point. In the end, I decided not to do econ econometrics because um, all my friends were saying that it was a little bit more of a step up than you'd realize to continue on with it. But I did do a couple of electives that had a little bit more of a um, data analysis, um, statistics kind of perspective, which I thought was was really cool. I definitely preferred the data analysis as opposed to creating the data. Um, but I, so I, instead of actually getting the minor, I decided it's probably more important that I just picked the actual skills that I wanted to learn. And so I did a couple of subjects related to that. Um, but yeah, just a fun fact for people that see if you can fit in a minor, and if that's something that is interesting for you, have a, have a look into that. Um, but this yeah. is, this is assuming you're doing a double degree. If you're doing a single degree, just commerce, you can very easily fit in a minor. I know a lot of students at Monash are double degrees because that's one of the great reasons why a lot of people choose Monash. But, um, if you are doing a single degree, there's so many cool things that you can study that really complement each other within the commerce field. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I suppose let's get to the more interesting stuff now that we've talked about introductory and intermediate micro and macro and talk about our elective or additional subjects. Um, what did you end up picking? Especially, I really want to hear about this one that you've picked this semester that you didn't think you'd enjoy, but is now one of your favorite subjects. Yeah, so for me, there are so many cool economic subjects that you can pick once you get through the intro and intermediate subjects. Once um, you survive. <laughs> yeah, like they, there is so much variation. I'm struggling to choose what to do to fit it all in. Um, and I feel like that's one of the reasons I might not do a minor is because I have extra economic subjects I wanna do. But this semester I'm studying um, the economics of developing countries and also labor economics. And so I thought developing countries right up my alley, I've studied um, like development theories and like anthropology um, in my art side and so I thought it would be really complimentary and it is and I was a bit nervous about labour economics because it really just fitted so I chose it but it's actually really great um, it has a little bit of like regression analysis in it nothing that hard and the tutors are so happy to like take it back to basics um, and then build it up from there but I think because Obviously, most of us as students have been part of the labour market and 
we know what it's like to make those decisions, how much we want to work, whether we want to work or not, what skills we need to work. It's just really applicable to like everyday decision making. Um, And I think especially in this time when so many people are getting like have been laid off or have gone on to different wage subsidies or maybe are deciding when's the right time to go back to work. It's just made it a really interesting time to be studying labour economics. And um, it is more of like a microeconomics field and it's so specific, but then there's so many different aspects that get tied into it. Like we talked about like how gender impacts it, how race, like education, minimum wage laws, welfare benefits, so many things interact that you just don't even realise. Like, economics opens your mind to so many things. Um, And then, yeah, it's great. And then economics of developing countries, super interesting as well. Um, I feel like maybe why it's not my favourite subject is because I knew it was going to be that good. I wasn't, like, surprised. (laughs) Um, But it's really cool. And I'm actually – we're actually writing an economics essay, which is the first time we've had to do that. And we can choose to either do – one based on data or we we can do a literature review on a topic that we want so I'm doing an essay on like um like uh sex selective abortions in um, India yeah um and how that like skews the um gender ratio and it's really interesting stuff and you could it's so broad um it talks about everything from like urban rural migration to climate change to women's empowerment and it's a really cool subject and I recommend both those subjects they're the only ones I've done so far to do with my like electives in my major but I really enjoy both of them they're very different but they're good I was gonna say that I I did labor um labor economics two years ago and I loved it and for really similar reasons as you I think I've kind of seen myself as a bit more of a microeconomic scale um so I definitely really enjoyed the labor economics side of things um and yeah again it sort of came down to supply and demand but this time it would be supply and demand for workers and so it kind of went back to the basics of what I was familiar with in um in first year microeconomics and just having that lens of um, looking at it from a labor market perspective was so interesting. Um, if anyone that's listening is doing law, commerce, um, and is thinking of doing an economics major, I thought that what was really cool about labor economics was I was like, let's see if I can somehow um, mesh this into employment law if I want to become an employment law specialist. Um, and I think that's a really great thing about how complementary economics is to whatever field you want to do like in Lauren's perspective I think some of the subjects that you're doing would fit very well into an IR um, major as well so yeah you can definitely you can I feel like economics in particular is that kind of um, major that you can definitely because it applies to so many different parts of life you can definitely figure out a way to make it complement your whether it be another major you're doing or whether it's another degree that you're doing I think it can work very well Um, so yeah I absolutely loved labor um, I've also done monetary economics, which is a little bit more macroeconomic space. So it was looking at uh, setting interest rates or inflation rates and looking at how if you adjust um, either one in your economy, what are the, what's the effect, what might be the benefit of doing one or the other, um, and how to optimize your ideal um, government policy, um, whether you want to keep inflation low or if you want to uh, keep unemployment low and there are pros and cons for both as it turns out because I was like what does inflation actually mean and um, 
you know, so I thought that monetary economics was, was really cool at looking at that. And that was the subject I would say that after having finished monetary economics, I could listen to the news or read the newspaper and actually understand what they were talking about. Prior to that, I had no idea. Even as I was doing commerce, people would ask me questions and I'd be like, I honestly don't know. But now that I've done monetary economics, I can say, oh, okay, they're doing this because of that. And then sometimes um, I'd hear the government announce a policy and I'd be like, oh, okay, I I see what you're doing there. So I thought that was really cool, but it finally all clicked for me. So if you're interested in that, that's what monetary economics was like for me. Um, And the other subject that has been a standout for me was current issues and applied micro, which was a very broad subject um, that I've done. And it basically covers all these different topics in microeconomics. And it kind of touched on, again, human migration, um, why people might choose to move or might choose to stay in a country, why people choose to um, continue on with their education versus not. So it did touch on labor economics a little bit there. We also talked about discrimination and what is the economic cost of discriminating against people um, and also talked about risk certainty and why people choose to gamble and why people might choose not to gamble. And so we had all these really cool class experiments that we would do together um, and have all these like, you know, fun games and chocolate prizes. So it stood out very well um, well to me. And the other subjects that I'm planning on doing that I haven't completed yet um, because I've decided to save all of my economic subjects until my last semester, but because I enjoyed current issues in applied micro so much, I've decided to do current issues in applied macro because I'm assuming there's going to be a little bit more of a diverse range of economics issues, which I thought was really cool because it means that you can soak up as much as you can about different areas of economics in one subject. Um, and I'm also planning on doing international economics just to kind of learn a little bit more about the exchange rates since I enjoyed it so much in monetary economics. Yeah, um, I think for me, there's so many subjects that I've heard rave reviews about, um, including I know one of our other ESSA committee um, members did the one about poverty, prosperity and something else. I can't Sustainability, can't I've heard very good one. things about it. Um, and he's not even studying commerce and he did it in his elective and was like, this is so interesting. And I've also heard, um, similar things about sports economics and the history of economic thought. Um, and I think I'm really keen to study, um, behavioral economics. I've actually been proud for that second semester. I might see you there. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I think because at a lot of our events, a lot of career professionals I've spoken to have said the next big thing is going to be behavioural commerce. Um, It's really that intermeshing of, um, you know, economics and also like psychology and behavioural studies. And I think that just sounds really interesting. And obviously I love the real world applications of things. So I'm looking forward to studying that. And there's so many cool things that you can study with economics. Obviously there's sustainability, economics of climate change, environmental economics, um, econometrics, sports economics, there's so many things. Um, you can really find something for everyone. And I really would recommend checking out the um, subject guide and also just speaking to your peers, seeing what they found, getting a range of opinions um, and, yeah, just making the decision. It's trial and error. You do have a bit of flexibility in your degree if you want to, if you try something you don't like it or you try something else and you're like, I love this, why am I not studying more of it? Um, you've generally got a bit of wriggle room to um, really choose what you want to be studying. Yeah, and I think I think the way that you've just summarised it all um, really really says it all. Really, like the way that you've listed all the different commerce subjects or the the particular economic subjects there are, 
um, especially in a Monash in a Monash major, because I think that hopefully the whole po- the whole point of this episode was just to kind of let people know about what an e- economics major is, and that that there's a little bit more to it than just numbers and percentages and um, you know interest rates, and that you can actually see it in everyday life. So I think the fact that you just kind of gone through and talked about how you can see it in climate change or in the environment or in, even in sports, um, hopefully that says that kind of sums up everything that we've just been trying to say in this episode about what it might mean to study economics and you know making the best choices with the limited resources that you have in whatever situation you're in and um on that note i would say thank you very much for choosing to spend your valuable time with us and hopefully um that has been the optimal decision for you and if you are interested um, our next couple of episodes will be about um, we're going off the assumption that you're kind of set on studying economics and what kind of tips and tricks there are in terms of um, what opportunities you might want to get involved in as part of um, university life and how to go through internships and, and what grad roles there are out there. Um, is there anything else that you want to say, Lauren, before we wrap up? Um, not really. Just keep an ear out for our future conversations with SR Podcasts. Um, we'll really take you through the career of an economics student from, you know, now you know why you might want to choose to major in echo to what to do to stand out as a student, how to get internships, and then what it's like being a graduate and what sort of career options there are. Um, I think this is going to be a really great opportunity for us to reflect on what we've learned and also for everyone listening to learn about all the different options that are out there and just like expose yourself to the opportunities that there are because you really don't know what there is until you hear it from someone else. Um, So on that note, um, thanks for listening, guys, and we hope to catch you guys soon.